0: I am extremely guilty of this. I am a very serious person most of the time. It takes about three glasses of wine for me to loosen up.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're talking a glass, not a not no. two-ounce pour. Like, this is a glass. <laughs> Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time at a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home. We all like having friends, but why are they important? Why is it so hard to make new friends and to maintain friendships especially as we get older. We will discuss some of our challenges and what action can be taken. We will also discuss why it is important to let some friendships go and why they can be vital to our growth.
0: Welcome again to this episode of the Family Order Podcast. Uh, This is episode 12 and yes we do realize that we skipped a week Um, And we will go into that in a little detail in probably the next episode. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about boundaries, what kind of happened that uh, we ended up skipping a week on our podcast, which is something that we didn't want to do and that we don't want to make a habit of, Um, but uh, just some life things happened and we um, compromised our boundaries and we did not make it a priority to record like we should. So this is episode 12. Um, Today we're going to dive into talking a little bit more about friends. So we don't need much introduction into this topic, but it's important to think about. Having friends is important all throughout your life, as a child, in college, and even after marriage. Your spouse is not your only friend in this world. What? <laughs> and your children. This is news to me. Your children are not your friends in this world. <laughs> you need to have people outside of your house bubble to interact with. Um, they are shared resources, both physical and emotional. You can bounce things off of your friends' ideas. And, and I mean, honestly, having friends is as babysitters and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, split duties like that. Uh, Having friends uh, reduces your stress level because it's a support system. Case in point right there, having, having someone that you can lean on really quickly if you're in a pinch Mm -hmm. um, and need them to watch your kids real quick and you reciprocate the favor later on. Um, There's definitely less loneliness. I mean, as much as, especially right now. Yeah. As much as we love, being a family of four, 24, 7, 3, 65, nearly. We're coming up on it. You know, having friends outside of your house is, is less lonely and gives you more of a sense of belonging in the world as a whole. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and friends are there to also provide you with personal growth and different perspectives on um, things that... the. You might not necessarily get with your spouse, but, you know, um, having a friend of, of the same sex, a female having a female friend. Like, there's things that Ben doesn't get <laughs> necessarily. He can empathize.
1: And, and we should with like female and, and we, 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 things. We, yeah. <laughs> the, there's an importance of having someone of the same sex that can speak to women's issues or men's issues that can really help that you... It's not that you're keeping things from your spouse, but there are things that you talk about that the other one just isn't going to be able to relate to. And that that's, I mean, you should it totally... It doesn't mean they don't care. No, not at all. They
0: should still care and... and they should still empathize, but you're not ever going to understand <clears throat> childbirth, I don't like
1: well, it's not just the physical just... part either. It's just even the the way that we think about things <laughs> sometimes. And it's it's good to know you have some camaraderie with some girlfriends or me Mm -hmm. with some some of my boys that you know we can have our own identity to a certain degree but at the same time different perspectives isn't different for the sake of being different because that's actually disruptive Mm -hmm. to to be friends with somebody who has a different perspective isn't always a good thing but it can help you with thinking about something from a different way because we're around each other all the time we tend to start thinking yeah. about a problem the same way whereas somebody else may have a different angle Yeah, that you're like, oh, I never really thought about that.
0: So basically, if you're married or have kids, you still need friends. Otherwise, you can smother your spouse, not literally, by making them the center <laughs> of everything that you do. And you need to strengthen your network and the tribe around you.
1: How do you be a good friend? So you think about trying to be that friend that you would like to have. The friend maybe you haven't been or haven't had in the past. Um, Are you someone that does what you say you're going to do? You're in integrity and you follow up on things, you plan things. And these are the things you would expect from a friend. Someone that doesn't let you down. There's definitely a phenomenon where we treat friends better than we even treat our own family and our own spouses.
0: Well, just like you don't want to inconvenience your friends sometimes, but you don't want inconveniencing your spouse. It's like, oh no,
1: they're just supposed to do that, right? And you just, you start taking that for granted. You've got to remember that some friends aren't good friends. There are definitely people around you that aren't making you better. And those are not your friends. Your friends are not only people that are there for you, but they're they're pushing you to make you better. You can do the same thing for them. Now, you ser- certainly shouldn't make anybody your charity case if there's just something not there of value. Um, I know that sounds bad, but uh, people can really take a lot of time and energy away from you. And th- that leads me to my next category. So bad friends... Well, what are bad friends? Bad bad friends look like basically energy vampires. They, They take time and energy away from you and they don't seem to give much back. Like I said, you shouldn't go out of your way to try and take care of somebody who can't take care of themselves. Also, somebody who's not in the same program that you are. This happens a lot. You get married, you lose touch with some of your friends, and you've got people in your life that are still good people. And you can still be friends, but you're not on the same path. If if I have two or three kids and I need to be a family man, I don't need to be friends with people that are going out till two or three in the morning drinking and trying to have a good time every night of the week. Like, that's just not going to work. So, you you don't have to completely unfriend these people, but you've got to remember... That you need people that are on the same program that you're on. So that leads me to talk about why we lose touch with friends over time, mm-hmm. and this can be for a variety of reasons. Could be logistics, could be just schedules and could responsibilities. Be just
0: location, you know. Yeah, right. I mean, being you moved hours or, away. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: It's just not it's not an easy get together like it used to be. Yeah. Uh, family, work, priorities change, but I mean, people change too. You may have met friends when you were drinking buddies in college, but as you grow up, you stopped drinking so much, so now you don't have much in common, mm-hmm. and that loss of commonality can be a very frequent problem that people don't think about, that if you met friends as co-workers is a great example mm-hmm. where you had work in common, but now you both work different places and different fields, and suddenly what made you friends is no longer there. Yeah.
0: You worked in the same place, so sat at each other's desks and complained about co-workers and complained about bosses and complained about projects that got put would, on your desk. Who would ever do that? <laughs> you know and maybe had a drink or two after work and stuff but then when you leave that job what like <laughs> do you have any is there any substance to that at the end of the day and most mm-hmm. of the time no.
1: Th- that's also where you get more independent is another reason we lose friends. We tend to find our own ways. We've got Our own lives going on, and especially when you start building a family or Mm -hmm. different, just different priorities, you you definitely tend to find a hard. It's it's a hard way to try and stay in touch with friends, let alone find that common interest. It it sort of wanes. It's also hard to make new friends. As you get older, it's hard to make new friends because you've got so much going on. You've got a new life. You've got your own life going on, and all of a sudden, you don't have a lot of room in your world for somebody else, and they don't necessarily need it either. I find this to be especially true with guys. I mm-hmm. think it's prevalent with with the ladies too, but definitely guys. Guys don't feel like they need more friends. They get mm-hmm. like they get like one or two good friends, and then they're just they're they're good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh,
0: my best friend from childhood and stuff, and, <laughs> you know, that you haven't talked to and. 10 right. years or something like that but and they're still your best friend and...
1: yeah we literally <laughs> sat and watched the football game and didn't talk at all but it was a great time <clears throat> so some people lack the social skills too and we all have probably had friends like this that they're a good person and you get along with them and your friends but there always seems to be this uncomfortable awkward sort of like it's forced conversation. Yeah,
0: You just can't let it you never. Flow.
1: Yeah, it's never natural. Like, you ever, you ever had a friend that you didn't talk to for, like, 10 years, and then you meet each other and you pick right back up where you left off, like, you oh, never yeah. missed a beat? Like, those are really good friends. You just have that connection. Yeah. It's hard to replicate that.
0: Yeah. I have, like, three of those <laughs> that I've known my whole, you know, my whole you're life, lucky. you know. And no matter no matter the distance that is between us or the time <clears> in between that we might talk, we pick right back up. Didn't miss a beat.
1: The 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 last one that I'll mention really quick uh, is probably the, the the downer, which is a betrayal of trust, um, mm-hmm. a loss of friendship due to. Issues that come up. It could have been an argument. It could have just been someone went, went behind your back and shared a secret they shouldn't have. Or they did something mm-hmm. uh, to betray your trust and uh, you cut them off. I uh, Hopefully that hasn't happened to too many people out there. But it definitely does happen. Especially as you share personal secrets. Pro- possibly things you, you shouldn't be sharing all the time. But mm-hmm. um, it, it, it shouldn't turn you off from trusting people. That's a good trait. Something I've had to learn um, is even though you get burned, it's it's still worth trying to be an open person and try to be genuine and share your life with people, uh, even though you're at risk of getting burned once or twice.
0: So shifting gears to kind of what we are doing. So what are we doing to make friendships and what are we doing to keep friendships? Um, and one of my favorite quotes that... Um, that I live by. And I I honestly couldn't even tell you who came up with this, but I have a little uh, plaque thingy that someone had made for me once because it was my favorite quote, and it comes up on my Facebook memories a lot from the first time that I shared it several years ago. And it's, Surround yourself with people who push you, who challenge you, who make you laugh, who make you better, and who make you happy. And that is something that I have lived by for years. Um, and that's part of our family mission statement as well. Um, you know, enriching the tribe around us. We surround ourselves with people who um, have similar interest in ours. Um, so if, if we're pursuing a, a particular interest, um, you tend to find friends, you know, within that frame of mine along the way. And those are better quality friendships. You know, for instance, with my freelancing business, um, you know, I have surrounded myself with some amazing ladies um, that hold me accountable and have actually become really amazing friends because we think the same way. We have our businesses for the same reasons to Mm -hmm. be home with our family and still provide financial stability for our families, you know, Um, and so those are similar interests that we have. And Ben has some, um, some interests, you know, with some masculinity and, um, men that he surrounds himself with, um, of being a better man and being a, um, provider, um, for the family and what that means, um, on a masculine level, um, to be a man. And he's surrounded himself with some, um, great guys virtually to do that with as well. Also, you know, if, you're looking to make friends, make the first move. (laughs) So initial and offer some sort of value to people first. So, you know, within any type of relationship, you get what you give. And, you know, that comes, you know, to interacting and offering advice and stuff. And, you know, if, if someone's coming to you with a problem and, and, you know you're you're giving them advice and giving them advice and then they just don't take it basically they're just coming to you with the the problem over and over again and they're not doing anything is that serving anyone <laughs> or are you just basically
1: you're a, a crutch
0: pers- a crutch a person that they know that they can complain to cuz you will lend a listening ear and 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 offer advice but then they'll never take it it's good to give but know where that value is um, as well. Don't, and you know, and don't always wait on people, you know, to make the first move either. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a neighbor that, that we had a long time ago that they, they lived by us for two years. And then suddenly one day, remember the tree, t- tree fell down or yeah. something. And so, you know, these boys and their chainsaws, um, <laughs> <laughs> getting together, the neighbors finally meeting and getting together for the, to whack this tree down, I guess. And, um, and this friend, who's still a good friend, came by and said, hey, can I take your daughter to the park? And i am in like, in the shower, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, I'm going to the park with my new friend. And I'm like, uh, okay. And then they ended up becoming amazing friends. And we were like, oh, my gosh, we lived by each other for two mm-hmm. years and never knew you were there. You know, so she totally made the first move and was like, I'm going to kidnap your child to the park, you know, (laughs) while these men cut down trees and you take a shower, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I'll always remember that um, as the way that we kind of met. So also, I mean, in order to uh, nurture these relationships, you need to stay in touch. You need to have lunch. You need to text. You need to do a happy hour. And it might not happen. All the time. It's not like a weekly thing, sometimes not even a monthly thing. Um, My best friend for 33 plus years, you know, we're lucky if we're able to talk once a month, mostly because when we do end up finally getting on the phone, it's at least an hour. (laughs) Mm -hmm. conversation. So it's kind of a time commitment. You just have to stay in touch. We're three and a half hours away from each other. You just have to try and stay in touch. You have to check in on people too. My other best friend who lives, you know, two and a half hours away, um, you know, I try and, you know, pop into her messages every once in a while and be like, hey, I'm just thinking about you. I just want to make sure you're okay. You know, it's okay to send Mm -hmm. a little thing like that. It doesn't have to turn into a, a commitment. Then my best friend that's closest, you know, trying to go grab a quick drink, you know, um, between kids are having dinner and when it's bath time, you know, just trying to pop in together, do a quick little happy hour, catch up real quick. So it doesn't have to be a huge commitment, but just stay in touch with the people that you want in your life. Learn how to take an interest in other people. Um, this kind of goes back to, you know, you get what you give. So don't always make it about you. It needs to be kind of a mutual conversation, a mutual relationship. When you, when you do get that chance to catch up with people, don't be the person that's talking the whole time. Like, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then obviously be fun, which, um, I mean, all of us could use a little bit more fun in our lives, right? Let's be honest. There's some people with some sticks up their butts that need to come out once in a while
1: sounds like a no-brainer but it, it's a skill that can be learned too you don't necessarily have to be bubbly and super happy and full of energy to be fun and engaging I, I think it's it's just simply what was that can you be a
0: SNL person um, Debbie Downer
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> wah, 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 wah. don't be Debbie Downer. Uh Don't, like, be at a party and be Debbie Downer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, (laughs) But people can be
0: too serious. No one needs to feel drained after they've had a conversation with you. Like, no one needs to feel, like, emotionally drained after every conversation they have with you.
1: Yeah, you can be a compelling person by having just really good conversation. Maybe, you know, obviously mix in some laughs. But, uh, yeah, don't, don't be too serious. Don't make it all about you. Don't be a drag who's always looking at the, you know the glass half-empty side of things. This week, the call to order for everyone out there is to make a goal for connection. And this could be socially, obviously. We don't necessarily encourage a lot of single friends if you're married, but Mm -hmm. um, that, that can work in some situations. I think if you're single, you can make friends by finding a hobby or a class or some interest, like Allie was saying earlier. You can find things that you're passionate about and you'll meet people who are cut out of the same cloth. So that can certainly work. Go to activities to meet people. Find these people that are like you. and
0: Not in a bar.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but establish some common ground with people. And we certainly hope this advice helps as we struggle ourselves. And we, we know a lot of people are out there struggling, especially right now to meet new people, to keep up with old friends. Um, We obviously all get caught up in our to-do list day to day. We forget to connect with people. We don't commit to learning new things. And so we challenge everybody out there and we're challenging ourselves to continue to push yourselves to climb higher than where you've been before.
0: If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on Facebook at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.